learning on fellowship day 201 god we've tipped 200 and so busy was it last week that oh man i missed the last three days where we could have been recording an episode on day 200 itself but that is how the reality played out and i've uh, long outgrown the early days of this podcast where i was trying to do this every day and spending so much time in the recording talking about excuses for why I wasn't there the day before that it swamped out the stuff I wanted to talk about but here I am doing it again close to a minute and let me stop right now and move on to something we can talk about for day 201 and it's stuff that has played out actually over those intervening days since day 197 when I last spoke to you Today's theme is inviting criticism. Now, I have the great fortune of having grown up in school where I had some pretty challenging, pushy, provocative, but insightful English teachers. Uh, you know, they dove deep into the language, which I joke about now that I can barely speak as a Glaswegian. But one of the things that did come up during my uh, English language education growing up was the complete mistreatment of the word criticism. It has been swamped by the connotations of those negative aspects of what we see as criticism. The things that are... Uh, that are uh, negative pokes... Um, jibes mocking statements about the work that we put out it is the one and two star reviews on amazon or you know the 20 and 30 percent reviews of a movie on rotten tomatoes or tomatoes depending on what part of the world you're listening in from but criticism has nowadays somewhat become entirely aligned with one side of the coin that the word criticism actually represents in full. The other side of that coin are the points of constructive criticism, the positive aspects where someone is saying, I get what you are trying to do here. I, I think I see where you're trying to go. Maybe this little bit isn't working just now. Maybe there's something else you can try. Or have you considered actually looking at the problem through this lens rather than the one that you're presenting here? And that is someone taking the kindness of their time out of their day and more often than not without you ever asking for that time to say have a think about this and then review for yourself how complete you think this particular project or offering actually is and once you actually look at the positive side of criticism on that side of the coin, you can flip back and say, well, actually, those who are, are coming to criticise us uh, in the way that criticism has been uh, subsumed into or synonymised with, the, you know, the genuine derogatory comments, the, the cynical and uh, gratuitous comments that we might associate with criticism, you can look at those as being kind as well because, you know, maybe there's someone out there who just doesn't quite know how to to word 
their constructive criticism other than in a in a fashion that appears unhelpful. But still, that's someone who has taken the time out of their day to be there looking at your work and giving you something back. And I think that's quite a challenging thing to hear and challenging not to immediately retaliate to and say, well, maybe that's just someone trying to put us down. Maybe that's someone trying to actively discourage us. Nonetheless, it's a signal to say that even if someone is trying to discourage you, you're producing someone that has made them stop in their tracks to take the time out of their day to focus on your work and spend the time giving you a message back. Criticism is not all bad. There are positive sides, more negative aspects, but all in balance. And it's always worth remembering that the word criticism has become entirely misrepresented. Now, why am I talking about this today? Why is that the theme of this morning's podcast? Well, over the past week, I've had several instances where I've been so endearingly reminded that criticism is 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 cast in light as well as darkness. I firstly had someone come forward and uh, comment on the podcast itself privately. They they weren't doing this in a public forum uh, just for the sake of um, you know virtue signalling or anything like that. So I felt the genuine intent. And it was someone who was noticing the sorts of channels the podcast was going out on. You know, side note, I've I started with Spotify, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Um, aside from the website itself, where the the podcast is hosted, but you know, I had some comments and considerations thrown my way as if to say, well, why don't you consider these other podcast channels? There are people who don't go for those mainstream ways of searching for podcasts and there's more curated um, community-based podcast platforms you might want to consider. Could you host your podcast on A, B and C? And I thought that was just fantastic. I mean, my eyes were entirely open to platforms I'd never even heard of, but yet had vibrant communities around them. And so I've taken the RSS feed for the podcast and hosted it on several other sites at this point so you know this podcast today and all the others previous each page listing now you will see a whole host of platforms on which the podcast is available and what i can do at some point is to try to backtrack and screenshot how that used to look that list used to be tiny if you go back and listen to day zero the opening trailer for the podcast itself i only mention those few most common platforms on which the podcast can be listened to and so you could argue itself that the original trailer is itself out of date but it's only through someone taking the time out of their day to positively constructively criticize the podcast that it has evolved to be available on more platforms the other example of where i've been reminded of this criticism is perhaps a little bit more Challenging but, none, challenging, but nonetheless, uh, I could view it with the same kindness. And uh, someone had reached out over email uh, to discuss a certain sensitive aspect of 
the messaging I'm putting around out around my um, forthcoming imposter phenomenon book. I don't want to say too much just now about exactly what the content of that message was or um, what the particular criticism was. Suffice to say it was around a rather sensitive element of of the book and uh, the message was asking me, could I consider whether or not a particular style or a particular way of putting out a particular message was as clear as it could be or might it actually be something considered insensitive. So right up front there, there's something in there that could have been an excuse for me to throw up the defences, put the moat around myself, um, start throwing out reactionary, defensive, perhaps offensive comments as if to say, how dare you, this is my message, this is the way I want to put it out and, and screw you. But that is absolutely not how I took it. And I, I read this message from someone taking the time out of their day to consider my work, to consider how it was coming across and to just throw out an idea for me to consider. Nothing forceful, just an idea. And I thought, man, that is... It is just brilliant. I actually feel very privileged for that. And what was the outcome of that message? Well, I I looked at the parts of my work that could have been considered in a certain light that I hadn't myself uh, thought about. Um, I realised that I could hopelessly look at this through my own biased eyes because this is you know my baby, my project. I don't want to change things. So I spoke to my wife about it. I spoke to some of my dear friends and collaborators who have offered some expertise around the book's psychological subject matter. And altogether, the outcome of that was, yeah, yeah, there, there might be something to think about here that, that me at, at the centre of the project hasn't considered up front. And so that, from that one message has come the design of a particular experiment just to more clearly, methodically, scientifically sense check how one aspect of the offering is currently being pitched and use the outcomes of that experiment to see if it actually has to be pivoted slightly or if it can be left as is. Altogether, the point about adding new platforms for the podcast, considering aspects of my book in another way. Uh, all of these things I could have looked at defensively. For you, many people will come forward to your work and say things that you might be tempted into reacting to defensively, negatively, as if that person means no good. But always remember that wherever that criticism comes from, whether it's a personal project, your research, how you're running things, if it's a particularly bad instance of a peer review report for the academics here who are putting out publications, always remember that whether someone is coming to you from the negative side or the positive side of criticism, those people 
who are offering that criticism have one thing in common. They're coming to you spending the only non-renewable resource that all of us have, and that is our time. Someone has taken the time out of their day to be there to criticise you. So take back that word criticism. It's not all about the negatives. Criticism can be as constructive as it is more often than not viewed as deconstructive. Have a great day. It's a little bit longer than usual. I hope this is useful to you. A brief reminder that we are also offering you the chance to send us an audio recording of any questions that you have for me for things that have come up in the podcast or something that's on your mind related to what I've spoken to you about in past episodes. So if you do want to ask a question, we'll play that recording out on a future Q&A episode and I'll answer it off the cuff as best I can, as clearly and genuinely as I can. Thanks again for being here. We'll see you soon for another episode of the Read Indeed podcast. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head over to the website where not only will you find the written blog versions of these podcasts, you'll find my leadership blog series, the daily thought series, and information about my book on managing the imposter phenomenon. We also have even more free resources and webinars linked to the YouTube channel. So head on over to dr-mark-read.com. That's dr-mark with a c-reid.com. Thanks again for listening.